This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, it's Destiny. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Destiny. Happy Thursday. Same to you. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You Have a blessed day, too. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Have a great, great day. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? For this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We give God all the glory. We hand him over every situation. And we present our hearts to him on this thankful Thursday. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Rochelle. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Hello, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call this morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Happy Thankful Thursday. This is Rochelle, your hostess, who's joined the call this morning. Good morning. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Grateful. Happy Thursday. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. It's Miss B. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Miss B. Good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Thursday. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Mrs. Diane. Good morning, Mom, Miss Diane. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. God bless you. I love you. God bless you, too. I love you, too. Turn on mute. Have a great day. You, too. Good morning. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning?
Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Happy, thankful Thursday. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Same to you. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Good morning, family. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning before we start the hosting? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey. I'm thankful on this Thursday. I am pressing toward the mark. Amen. Amen. Good morning, DV family. This Gloria. Go back on mute. Have a good day, Glow. Good morning. It's persistent. Good morning. You said persistent? Yeah, persistent. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, persistent. Happy Thursday. Mm-hmm. Is this Rochelle? Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Rochelle. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Also, say Facebook. Good morning, the Claire Vickery family. <laughs> Hi, Rochelle. Good morning, this is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Happy thankful Thursday. Yes, honey. Happy Faithful Thursday. Yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you all. It's Krishanda. God bless you all. Happy Thursday. Yes. Good morning, Krishanda. Thank you so much. Morning, Shell. Didi. Hey, Didi. Morning, sis. If there's no one else that would like to say good morning at this time, we'll go ahead and get started. If you can go ahead and check your phones and place them on mute so that we can proceed. Good morning. Hello again. My name is Rochelle and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled, I Surrender. All declarations will focus on the importance of surrendering to God, considering his will and plan for you, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out. It's a women's call hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. We will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's Impossible to be Spiritually Mature While Remaining Emotionally Immature by Peter Scazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard right here by dialing the same number tonight. Let me check the prayer request out. 
moving around this morning. Um, there are <clears throat> no new prayer requests um, via the app nor no spoken prayer requests, but we want to continue um, lifting up the prayers that have been petitioned throughout the week, um, those the things that are going on nationally, and keep our brothers and sisters up at Declare Victory. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought by Valerie. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat, repeat, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Valerie. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. The scripture for today, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought with, at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I ask that you check once more and make sure that your phones are placed on mute as I pass the call to our prayer warrior. Valerie, the call is in your hands. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. We surrender to the Holy Spirit this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless you, Father God, this morning. Hallelujah, Lord. We magnify your name this morning, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father God, this morning that you deserve all the worship this morning. You deserve all the praise. Hallelujah, Lord. We don't take it lightly, Father God, that you woke us up this morning because someone did not wake up, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you're giving us another chance, dear Lord, at this thing called life. Hallelujah, Lord. We come this morning, hallelujah, surrendering, Father God, to your way, to your will. This morning, Father God, we give in. Hallelujah. We yield to you, Father God. Hallelujah. We quit fighting against you, Lord, this morning. Hallelujah. We back down, Father God, from our ways, from our plans this morning. Hallelujah. We succumb to you this morning, Father God. Hallelujah. We submit to you this morning, Father God. Hallelujah. Let us delight, dear Lord, in your way, in your will this morning. Give us your heart, Father God. Hallelujah. Teach us, Lord, to do your will, Father God. Let us be led this morning by your spirit. We're tired of fighting you this morning, Father God. Hallelujah. Like the Lord, like the song says, we surrender, Father God. We surrender all to you this morning. Father God, we seek your face, Father God. We thank you this morning that we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning that we do not lean on our own understanding, Father God, but we acknowledge you in every way this morning. Hallelujah. 
We thank you that as we are on this call, Father God, declaring victory over every temporary situation and circumstance, dear Lord, we give it to you this morning and we lay it down. We thank you, Father God, this morning that we walk in power, that we walk in boldness, and that we come with a sound mind this morning. Hallelujah. Father God, according to Jeremiah 10, 23, our lives are not our own. Hallelujah. Father God, direct our steps this morning. According to Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, all who are wearied and burdened, and I will give you rest this morning. Hallelujah. We surrender everything this morning. We surrender everyone this morning every temporary situation and circumstance, Father God, that we are trying to control. We surrender to you this morning. We know, Father God, that nothing works out, dear Lord, according to our plans, but according to your plans, Father God, as it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope for a future. And after that, Father God, we must seek you. We must seek your faith, Father God. On today, dear Lord, according to Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. Hallelujah. According to Romans 12.2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds, Father God. Then we will be able to test and approve what God's will is for our lives. Your good, your pleasing, and your perfect will, Father God. This morning, according to, to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Let us again submit to you, Father God, and you will make every crooked path straight. Father, we understand on this morning, hallelujah, that there is restoration in everything as it relates to our health, as it relates to our wealth as it relates to our relationships, Father God, because when we surrender to your way and to your will, Father God, you will bless us, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, according to 1 Corinthians 2, 9, hallelujah, eyes have not seen, nor has ear heard, hallelujah, nor have entered into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for those who love him. The more that we move forth, Father God, and surrender to your way and to your will, you will soften our hearts, Father God. We won't fight the things of God any longer. We want what you want, Father God. Give us the desires of our heart as they are in alignment with your desires for us, Father God. We thank you this morning. We thank you that you are a God that will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you this morning, dear Lord. We magnify your name, Father God. We exalt your name this morning. We lift you on high, Father God. We thank you today that you are Jehovah Jireh, Father God. You are our provider. Anything, dear
dear Lord, that we need, you already know. We thank you, Father God, that you are Jehovah Rapha. Whatever health situation, dear Lord, that we are facing today, dear Lord, we thank you that you are our healer. We thank you today, Father God, that you are Jehovah Shalom. We thank you, Father God, that you are our Prince of Peace. Whatever we are facing today, dear Lord, you are our peace, Father God. We open up our hearts today, dear Lord. We allow you to come in, Father God. We allow you, Father God, to have your way and your will with us. We thank you today that as we come boldly to the throne, Father God, we thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, Father God. We thank you for surrendering to your way, to your will, Father God. We don't take it lightly this morning that you woke us up, Father God. We love you this morning, Father God. And as we take our phones off of mute, Father God, we come collectively, Father God, praising you, dear Lord. We worship you in spirit and in truth this morning, Father God. We surrender, Father God, Thank you for being Thank you. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, Valerie, for that prayer. Thank you for um, our greeting this morning and our hosting this morning as well. I just feel like I just want to jump in. Um, we'll, we'll, um, uh, but Valerie, this is my sound check. I just want to make sure you can hear me okay um, so that I can move forward. I know everybody's uh, placed their phones. Everybody, can you hear me okay, Valerie? Yes, yes. Making sure that everybody has their phones on mute. Um, today, I have a word that I want to share with you. And if you would do me a favor, every now and then, uh, just double check, especially if you're moving around, just double check <clears throat> to make sure that you have not taken your phone off of mute. I want you to imagine, if you will, let's just call her Sarah. Sarah is in the middle of cooking dinner. She just got home from work, um, and she's just about to do some final touches, and she realizes that she forgot one major ingredient that's going to mess up her entire meal. So she yells up to her boo that she's heading out the Safeway. In route, she decides to go to, well, let's make it you. Let's just say this is you. You decide to go to 7-Eleven because you think that Safeway is going to be a little bit more crowded because it's you know, commute time, people are getting off from work and everybody's heading to the store for the last minute things that they need. This inner voice urges you uh, to go to Safeway, but you, you ignore it. And you instead you go to, you go to uh, 7-Eleven. And while you, while you are parking, you feel something a little weird, but, but you dismiss the feeling. You grab your phone because you're just going to use your app to pay for your items and you know, your purse is in the trunk, it's hidden or whatever. And um, you enter the store, you grab what you needed, you head to the counter. And while you're checking out, the door slams open and you hear the word, don't move. Everybody, hands up. Instinctively, you drop your items and your hands shoot up towards the ceiling as if one singular act takes place. You stand there in full, involuntary surrender. Surrender is defined or it can be defined as a verb. It means to cease resistance to an enemy or an opponent and submit to their authority. Now, while you are at the 7-Eleven, you completely surrendered authority to the robber. You don't know him. You've never seen him. You've never heard him. He don't look familiar. In fact, when the police come to ask you for a statement, you can't even identify him because you were so traumatized and you fully surrendered so much that you didn't have the capacity to really think about what he looked like because immediately you made a decision to take your eyes off of him. It's odd because you don't question, negotiate, or resist their authority. Why? Because you perceive a threat that may result in violence, worse still, death. There was a warning, but you did not submit and the stick-up was the consequence of you not submitting. Now, you didn't sin. It's just a consequence of your decision 
not to surrender to the instruction. The title of my share this morning is Surrender to Peace. Now, we've had an incredible month. Can y'all believe that it's May the 26th? It's May the 26th at 6.28 a.m., and I'm going to invite you to be present. Surrender to peace. Now, peace from a secular um, point of view is a, is a concept of societal friendship and harmony in the absence of hostility and violence. In, in, in a social sense, peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict and freedom from fear of violence between individuals or a group. Throughout history, leaders have used peacemaking and diplomacy to establish a type of behavioral restraint that has resulted in the establishment of regional peace or economic growth through various forms of agreements or peace treaties. We hear about them all the time, the peace treaties and those peace treaties that have been threatened or that that potentially are threatened because of different things that happen, right? So such behavioral restraint has often resulted in the reduced, <laughs> it has eliminated, but the reduced conflict um, greater economic interactivity and consequently substantial prosperity, depending on who you are. That's a whole nother topic. Peace, biblically, uh, I, I define as, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. That's found in Philippians 4 and 7. Again, Philippians 4 and 7, and I use the English Standard Version for that. Now, the word surpass is not something that we use all the time. But the teacher in me decided to define it, and it simply means, the word surpass means exceed or to be greater than. So let me read the scripture again with, um, with, these, with the word surpass broken down. And the peace of God, which exceeds or is greater than all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I want you to understand this type of peace, the type of peace that you can't understand, the type, like there's no understanding. You don't know where it came from. You don't know how it got there other than all you can do is rely on the fact that it kept your heart. In other words, it kept you from losing your mind. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. It kept your mind. It kept you from um, having a nervous breakdown. It kept you from going off on somebody. It kept you from losing it. It all happened through Christ Jesus. You can't take credit for it. That E&J or that Hennessy that you got tucked away in the cabinet, those blunts that you carefully rolled up and you acquired from whoever you acquired, you can't attribute it to that. This piece that you got, you can't, you, that I'm talking about you, have, we, have, we have access to, you can't pay for it. <laughs> you can't, listen, it's free. I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm a little bit excited. So let me calm down. 
I got to submit to you, my brothers and my sisters today, that I don't have an adequate biblical definition of peace because I don't believe peace can be defined in a literal form. Rather, it is something that is experienced. I got a little happy because I, as I looked at that scripture and I read it to you, immediately my mind went back to a point in time where I was in utter turmoil. I didn't have any peace. It ran because of the circumstances that I was involved in. The circumstances seemed to overtake every fiber of my being. But oh, when I just read that scripture, it ignited me and it, I, got, I got an enlightenment of what it means like, what it means to experience peace that you cannot explain. But let me get back to my lesson and then, then hopefully I'll be able to share a little bit more about that. So I want to tell you that um, there, there is a method or a process by which we obtain this peace. It's free to us. Um, but but there is a method, again, there is a process by which we obtain this peace. Um, not in the middle of a crisis, per se, but if we stay ready, <laughs> we don't have to get ready. In other words, you work on acquiring your peace in advance so that when it's necessary, you just draw on it. It, 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 becomes, it becomes something that is automatic to us because we've worked at storing it up. We've worked at in the little bitty mini crises that we have or the little bitty itty bitty situations that we have, we implore or we act on the peace. Uh, so we learn how to navigate it. We learn how to use it when it's necessary. Um, I, I had an epiphany the other day. I, I forget who was teaching, but Dee Dee um, uh, mentioned that um, she had overcome her fear of the water. She learned how to swim. I believe she was at her pastor's her pastor's house at the house and her pastor's daughter I'm sorry I don't know her name she taught Didi how to swim but part of the process was that Didi had to surrender to the fear that she had of the water I'm just trying to give you an analogy um so that we can better understand this thing uh, and so what Didi explained is is that while she was tense the, the entire time that she remained tense she couldn't surrender. Her her body was full of, of tension, but the moment that she was able to <clears throat> uh, uh, surrender to to her body, her body relaxed, and it relaxed so that she could begin to surrender to the water. And this is my me paraphrasing and understanding it. And she could she could relax enough to be able to engage her muscles to then swim. So once she surrendered to the process, her body relaxed enough so that she was able to swim. I tell you what this got to do with surrendering to peace. Hold on, we gonna get there. But you know me and my getting going around the mountain over the hill and jumping jumping over the fence and going around the corner just to, to get across the street. I love to do that so that there's some work involved in you understanding um, what it is that I'm talking about so that you can then own it. See, because if I just give it to you too quick, you ain't gonna re you won't really have an appreciation for it. But if you gotta work at understanding it, if you gotta work at trying to figure out what it is that I'm trying to say, don't understand. Don't don't worry about it. You're gonna understand by the end of the day. You're gonna understand. But if you have to work at it, you'll own it. 
and you'll appreciate it more. So let me tell you the epiphany that I had as Dee Dee was talking about her swimming experience. My fear of the water prohibits me from surrendering to the process, which impacts my ability to yield to what I can do. You see, I can swim. I've taken swimming lessons twice in my life, once as a child and once as an adult. And I had, in order to get my, did I say my swimming license? Lord Jesus, I don't have a license to swim. I'm just saying I got a, I, I, <laughs> I passed the swimming test uh, because the lifeguard ensured that my, my swimming instructor, I had to go to 10 feet. I had to jump into the water tread water and then swim in order for me to be able to get my certification to acknowledge that I passed the class, all right? But I surrendered to the fear all over again. You see, I realized that what happened to me, and I don't worry, I'm, I, 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 I'm going to give you some scripture, and <clears throat> I'm complete, I, I am completely in control. I know what I'm doing and where I'm going. We have a destination. But but what I remembered is that what I recalled is I was talking to my brother and we were talking about swimming or whatever. And as I was talking to him, I, re I all of a sudden I had an epiphany. The epiphany is that my fear of water comes from my mom, not on purpose, but my mom grew up in the South. And she grew up in Texas, and they didn't have swim. Well, they had swimming pools, but they were segregated, and the white people would not. I shouldn't have said it like that, but you know that it, it is what it is. The white people. There was there was a time where um, the white folks had the pool the majority of the time. Um, black folks, I think they could have it like they could have access to the pool once a week or once a month or something like that. Um, so the, her friends and whatnot, they went to the swimming hole um, in the area. And so my mom <clears throat> was a little nervous about the water because she didn't know how to swim. She was a little older. I don't, she wasn't quite a teenager. But at any rate, she agreed to go swimming with her and her siblings and their friends. And she said, don't throw me in the water because that was the custom then. That's even how my dad learned how to swim. Somebody pushed them in the water or threw them out of water and you sink or you swim. And so he learned how to swim that way. And, and so the, the opposite ha happened with my mom. Um, somebody pushed her in the water or they threw her in the water and she couldn't get it together and she began to drown. And from that, so they rescued her and they got her out of water. And I, let me tell you, they had hell to pay. If Hazel, when Hazel got it together, I'm sure they had hell to pay. But I don't, I ain't gonna go down that road. My point is, is that my, from that point on, my mom was afraid of the water. Now. I was allowed to have swimming lessons, and she took me to the swimming lessons. I went to the Y in the Fillmore, and I, you know, but but I heard her all my life talk about how she was afraid of the water, and so I ingested that, even though I had some swimming lessons, and we were saved, and, you know, swimming was a sin. <laughs> it wasn't a sin, but she had to, listen, it was a whole thing. And so she wasn't taking me to go swimming. So I wasn't able to engage in the whole swimming process. So I kind of, I didn't really lose what I got, but I heard more fear than anything else. So bringing it back to the epiphany that I had, I'm going, I'm saying to you as accountability, I'm going to, I'm going to overcome my fear of swimming um, as, a, as accountability to all of y'all. 
I'm going to overcome my fear of swimming and I'm actually going to take some pictures or video of y'all seeing me in the water swimming. That's what I'm going to do today because I'm going to surrender to the process. That's the whole thing. Now, let's get into the lesson. We must first acknowledge that peace comes from God. This is what I want you to know and understand. Peace comes from God. According to Philippians 1 and 2, it says, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Father and the Son work in tangent together to ensure that we have peace. Now, I understand, I fully understand that some of us can buy temporary peace with controlled substance, substances. It can be, like I said, E&J or Hennessy. It could be, you know, smoking a blunt or six. It can be um, food. It can be, what you know, it's different things, substances that we consume, comfort food, to temporarily give us, like smoking a cigarette, temporarily calm our nerves is what we tell ourselves. But it's temporary. It's very short-lived. And what it does is it numbs you. And there is there are consequences from that. There's 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 a there's an after effect um, with alcohol or certain substances. You're going to have a hangover and you're going to stink the next day. And you might blank out depending on how much you drink. So anyway, I don't need to go down that road. If you engage in those activities, there's no condemnation. I'm just saying what it is, as opposed to the peace of God, which He freely gives to us now that there was a pot price paid for our peace and i'll get to that in just a minute but it's free to us and we have access to it 24 7. you don't have to make a store run you don't have to go online and order your substances and have them delivered to you in an un, uh, unmarked, unmarked box. You don't have to fry up the chicken or the French fries or go to churches or get the gas station chicken. You don't have to do that. You have access to, to peace at all times. What's the process, though, Tanya? Number one, it's our thoughts. It's, it's changing the way that we think and we perceive things. Let me give you some words. Uh, this is uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, and I'm going to be reading in the NIV version. Again, that's 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. Although we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your, dis once your obedience is complete. Let me say that last scripture to make sure that it's clear. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Again, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. So what we do is we command our thoughts. We make a decision that our thoughts will not dictate our actions. We make a decision that we will command our our thoughts by saying 
no, we will not submit to fear. We will not be afraid. No, I'm not going to go get high. No, I'm not going to um, eat all this ice cream in the middle of the night and chase it with a Diet Coke. No, I'm not going to do that. I am going to submit to the power of God, and I'm going to submit to God, and I'm going to ask God to give me the peace that I need in this moment. So we command our thoughts. We do not allow our thoughts to command we clear? All right. Another scripture, Romans 12 and 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So in essence, what this scripture is saying is we don't have to act like um, those that are not kingdom-minded. We don't have to act like the secular world by using substances to, um, to, to, um, for us to rely on, right? That's what they do. That's the only source they, the world, the, the, those that are unbelievers, they don't have anything else but that. So they run to those things to give them comfort. And so what the word is telling us clearly, change the way, flip the script, change the way you think about that. Renew your thoughts. The old you may have wanted to go and do these things, but no, my thoughts, have, my mind has been transformed in my mind, I have a new mind. I have a new way of dealing with things. I have a new way of thinking, a new way of talking, a new way of um, um, uh, doing whatever it is that I'm going to do. I, I don't do those things anymore. I don't need to submit to that. Instead, I can submit to peace. I can submit to prayer. I can submit to calling on God and asking him to help me in this moment. I have to participate, though. You understand? It's not that it happens automatically. I gotta make a decision, and then I act on those decisions. Now you can you can abide by the word of God, or you can do what you've been doing. It what you eat don't make me fat. It doesn't. I'm just giving you the instruction, right? You have a choice as to whether you listen or not. You have a choice as to whether you take that in. But listen, why not opt for? The kingdom-minded way, since we are kingdom citizens, why not opt for the kingdom patterns so that we can be winners all the time? The next thing that we need to, the next thing that is a part of the process is your actions, what you do in crises, what you do um, preparing for crises. We prepare for crises? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a plan in place. It doesn't mean that we walk around looking for crises, but we have a we have a plan. Remember, I said if you get ready and you if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. That's what I'm getting at. So um, Philippians four, four through six. I mean, so uh, yeah, Philippians four, four through six. Do I want to read all of that? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and read all of it. Your actions rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness. Be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That's Philippians 4, 4 through 6, and I read from the NIV version. 
The problem is, is that when we do the opposite, we elevate the wrong things. We allow those things, whatever they are, that whatever it is that we're worried about or we have been consumed by, we, we allow them to grow by gargantuan proportion. So that's super, 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 heck of much. <laughs> but when we flip the script, when we change the channel, when we transform our thoughts to being positive rather than negative, or to paraphrase, no, I won't even use that there. When, when, when we, 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 and we do it by faith. Yes, I will use that statement. We do it by faith. Yes, there is a crisis. Yes, there is chaos. But when we act in faith, and faith is simply, according to Daryl Belcher's words on April the 29th, 2022, acting as if God is really going to do what he said, we're able to do those particular things. We're able to transform our thoughts. Let, let, let's, 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 let's back up real quick, though, to Philippians 4, 4, 3, 4, 4 through 6. I specifically want to focus in on the scripture. It says, rejoice in the Lord. I'll say it again, rejoice. That's the whole scripture. In that scripture, it used the word rejoice twice. It's only like eight words, eight or nine words, but, but two of those words are rejoice which means that Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, is emphasizing the word rejoice. How can I rejoice in chaos? Well, you don't rejoice for the thing, but you trade the chaos for joy. Not because you're happy about the thing, but you make a decision that I'm going to rejoice in this because I know God has a positive outcome for me, and I make a decision that I'm not going to be anxious. Because if we give in to anxiety, it causes all these other negative things, not just spiritually, but physically, physiologically. The stress level goes up. The, which affects your heart rate, which affects, then, then you got the adrenaline uh, pumping through your veins, ready for fight or flight or to just be stand there and be terrorized. You got all these things going on when you could just make a decision. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to get, I'm, Father, I'm going to thank you in advance because I know you're going to get me through this thing. I give your name glory and honor. I rejoice because you are the God of my salvation. I rejoice because your word says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can rejoice in advance because I know that the, that, that the outcome has been going to be greater than what I see before me. Those are the things that I'm talking about. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. But here's the other thing. Rather than being aggressive, rather than being angry, having a soft answer, because the Bible tells us that um, grievous words stir up anger, but a soft answer turns away wrath. And so if you're in a contentious situation, making the decision to be calm and to respond in gentleness is a choice. Knowing that you can do that because God is near, it's the Holy Spirit that will give you the ability, the capacity to be able to do so. And then the word tells us, don't be anxious about 
anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition. Not only am I praying about the situation, right there in the middle of it, not only am I praying about it, Father, I am petitioning you. I am coming before your courts today. I, yes, it's, I agree with my enemy, with my adversary. I agree with him, but Father, I say to you, I ask you to forgive me for whatever my part is, and I'm asking you, I'm petitioning for your help right now. And sometimes you must do that really, really quickly, depending on what the situation is. And sometimes before it, it is necessary to do that before we go into a situation that we know that's going to be contentious. Why would you do that? Sometimes life causes us to go into situations that are contentious because there are things that we have to handle. There are things, there are situations that require us to be present, but we don't have to go by ourselves. <laughs> There's a whole host of angels. If we do things right, if we call upon the Lord while he's near, if we call upon him and we petition him to go with us, Holy Spirit, I need you to be with me. Holy Spirit, you said that you would give me what to say in that hour even if it is only to say a few things and then to shut up and let him do the rest. Okay. So I'm getting a little excited. Let me, let me, let me get back to where I was here. So um, again, we do the opposite. We act the opposite to what the world does. And we take on this nature of godliness led by peace. But Tanya, how do I surrender to peace? How do I surrender to the pain? How do I surrender to the trauma? How do I surrender to the fear? You really are asking me to surrender to it? Yes, I am. But the choice is yours. So you can surrender. All I'm asking you to do is to do something different by acknowledging it. Remember I talked about Didi being in the water and making a choice. This is my this is how I see it in my mind, Didi. You may have not have done it exactly that way, but that was my takeaway. Didi surrendering to the process. And by doing, by so doing, she was able to relax. See, when you're in the middle of something, you're in the middle of um, an anxious situation, you can't think clearly. But when you surrender, you're able to think more clearly. When we acknowledge surrendering to it, in my mind is surrendering to the pain, surrendering to the, to the trauma or the fix by acknowledging, yes, this thing happened, or acknowledging the fear. Tanya, why are you afraid? So-and-so just triggered fear. Okay, what were you thinking about to trigger it? I was thinking about X, Y, Z, okay. Was it necessary for you to think about that? Did you think too long? Mm, I know what happened. X, Y, Z happened as a result of that. It triggered blah, 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 blah. And I, now I have identified the source of, of the anxiety. Now I have ex identified the source of the fear. Now what we're going to do is, remember the scripture I said that, um, let's go back to it, cast down every imagination. Because what's happening now is, is that, you're, that, that the enemy is using that particular thing for you to begin to nurture it. Let's say you were having a really, really good day. You were having a really good moment. And, and now all of a sudden this thought comes and it is trying to consume you. You can redirect those thoughts 
by casting down the imagination, every imagination. Let me go back to that scripture. It is Second Corinthians, the tenth chapter, and I, let's start at the fifth verse. We demolish arguments, the ones we're having in our head, and every every pretension that set itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You take control over the thought. It is a thought that is contrary to the will of God. How do you know it's contrary to the will of God? It's calling all these negative emotions, all these negative actions. That's contrary to the will of God. That's how you know. You never have to question that. You take captive of it. You have identified it. You can't capture nothing that you can't identify. You got. You can't. You can't capture nothing that you don't acknowledge. It'll escape you all the time. It'll be like trying to chase the wind. When you acknowledge it, it doesn't mean that you submit to it. You're acknowledging it so you can do something with it. I acknowledge it. I see you. I'm not being afraid today. I'm not having no more anxiety. Have a seat. Go find a stadium somewhere. You take control. All right? When you take control, you can punish that thing because <laughs> it's being disobedient. You're going to make it be obedient. Bow down. <laughs> okay, I know I got to wrap up. Uh, I want to I wanna wrap up with this testimony, though. There's, there, we can share some more in the, in the Love, Life, and Victory because I absolutely have to share surrendering to peace yesterday. I had a conversation with one of my sisters who was um, experiencing um, great, just, just so many different emotions um because of a because of a loss and i immediately as she began to share with me i immediately i knew what was happening it's like the holy spirit gave me but i needed to allow her to express herself um so that she could release those feelings and and once she had uh, and i remained quiet um partly because i was enraged i was enraged by what i heard um my sister, what she was experiencing, because she didn't, she didn't deserve that. But I knew where it was coming from. I knew it was an attack from the enemy. And so I knew very quickly that the spirit of manipulation, the spirit of bullying, the spirit of greed, the spirit of ignorance um, were all bombarding her at one time. And she was at a very vulnerable situation. And so I said, I reminded her, we are not in control of other people's feelings or emotions. We can't control other people. We can control our own emotions, though. We can be in control. And we need to understand and realize what the scripture says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. This is the spirit of counsel that I was able to give her. And so I made a decision, uh, me and um, Dion, we made a decision to go and support um, and not knowing what we were going to face when we were there. And um, I even made a decision purposely about what I was going to wear because I didn't know what I was going to have to do or what I was going to encounter. But I remember um, telling my dad that, um, hey, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm going to be gone all day. And he said, oh, Tanya, let's pray really quickly. My dad is 91 years old. He grabbed my hands and my dad quickly said something that became the theme of the day. God, thank you for your justice and that your justice will prevail. And the Holy Spirit reminded me that God is a God of justice. 
That's a, that's a scripture. You can Google it. God is a God of justice. Oh, my God. What she's experiencing is injustice. Thank you for equity, God, in every area. And so we get there and uh, we walk in authority because we rode deep. Do you hear me? <laughs> we showed up deep. They didn't see who all came with us. But I'm telling you, we had a whole posse that was with us. Some of them came inside with us and calmed things down. Some of them stayed outside and guarded what they needed to guard. And so we, we went about doing what we did. We didn't say very much. We allowed our sister to do the talking that she needed to do. And when it was time, well, we, we gave the interjections and we gave those interjections in humility, in gentleness. But when I tell you they heard the power behind the words with which we sing it, it wasn't us. It was the Holy Spirit that worked through us. Uh, I got to tell you that in, in just an instance, um, my sister told us later, she said she kept hearing the Holy Spirit nudge her at, um, at, uh, at, at when, it, when the time was right. Say this, say this. And at the perfect time, you see, the people that were in the room, they had to leave. They were forced to leave there was an emergency they had to leave and it was just enough time for my sister to be able to say i know i'm talking in riddles because i can't give you all the details i'm, I'm doing that on purpose but if you catch it if you catch if you can you'll catch it if you listen at just the right time the door was opened for my sister to be able to say what she needed to say and who she said it to had an epiphany and you could see she was visibly there was a visible transformation in the person who she shared this information. She just asked one question. And it was like she had a she had an epiphany and the weight which this person had been carrying lifted. And she had a completely different outlook on the situation. But let me tell you, when I tell you the way that the Holy Spirit worked this out, the individual that left the house because another relative came. Uh, it was like they they had a whole. Well, anyway, she that the person had a flat tire, and so the person that had just arrived, I guess to watch us or whatever, had to leave to go rescue this other person. When I tell you I have a whole new outlook on flat tires, it, it's not just the flat tire. What I need you to understand is is that the Holy Spirit allowed this person to have a flat tire to cause the other person that was there to leave so that we had a window of time in order to be able to minister the way that we needed to. And we left there um, in prayer. I, I know it didn't make sense to y'all, to some of y'all, uh, but for those of you who could follow me, you got it. I'm going to stop, um, but are we going to do something different today? Uh, I'm going to stop. I am going to open the call up for, um, for um, we're going to greet each other. If you if you called in late or it's your first time calling and you've, you've, you'd like to, uh, it, we'd, we'd love to acknowledge you just by, if you just would like to state your name and who invited you, you don't have to, but we'd like to open that opportunity to you. We're not going to take comments. We just like to acknowledge your presence. So that's one category. The second category is if you've never, if you've called in before, you've never had an opportunity to, or you've never said hello and you'd like to say hello, that's the second category. And the third category is going to be to our men. Ladies, we get excited and sometimes we, we over-talk them and so we want to allow our men to be able to say good morning. And then after that, um, we'll be open to everybody who would like to to say good morning. So we're greeting first. First category is first-time callers. 
second category is those who uh, not said, said good morning before and you'd like to today. Third category is to our men. Fourth category will be open to all. After we do our greeting, then we will go into our love, life, and victory portion of the call where we discuss the declaration. All right, the call is open for greetings. Good morning, Mama Tan. Who is this? Middle, middle. Ah, middle! I love you. Y'all, my middle got her back. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait till you walk the stage. I love you, babe. Love you, too. Okay, no more first-timers? Or people, is there anybody who you, you've never spoken before and you'd like to say good morning? Okay. Uh, men, any men on the call you want to say good morning before we go at it? Good morning. Humble Al. Love your presence. Hey, Al. Yes. Good morning. Any other brothers? All right, sisters. Good morning to y'all. Good morning, Miss Leomia and Georgia Decoration. Thank you, Leomi. It's good to hear you. Good morning, Miss Yolanda. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Hey, Riri. Good morning, Miss Angela. Thank you, Tanya. Hey, Angela. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. This is Bree Bree, and what you eat don't make me fat. <laughs> I can't wait to say it to somebody. I'm saying it about 20 times today. I love you, Bree Bree. <laughs> oh, man. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tanya. It's uh, Moxie. Good morning. Hey, Moxie. Good morning, it's Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Hey, Tan, it's Dee Dee with your good sugar-free quote and stuff. Love you, sis. I would like you. <laughs> hey, Dee Dee. Good, good morning, morning Tanya. Monica. Hey, Monica. And there was somebody else. It's, it's Aisha. Good morning. Hey, Aisha. Good morning. Good morning, love. Morning, Tan. Oh, you and Dee had good to get Y'all had to get dressed. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited this morning. I am so, so excited. Um, actually, I need to be obedient. Um, is there anybody else that wants to say good morning? Good okay. morning. I need to be morning. Good morning, Swanita. <laughs> good morning. Um, I need to be obedient. We're going to definitely get to love, life, and victory, but I got to be obedient um, because this is a, this is a major point. Um, I'm going to need you, if you're able and if you'd like to participate, I'm going to ask you, you're going to need your hands free, both hands free, um, and you're going to need something to write with, or if you want to use your phone, that's fine. Um, and I'm going to give you about 15 seconds for everybody to grab something. I understand if you're working, you're not going to be able to do this or you're driving, um, on your way to work, I understand that you're not going to be able to do this, but for everybody else who is, um, give you a couple more seconds uh, for this activity. Uh, I, um, this is to solidify 
um, your surrender. Um, this is what the Holy Spirit gave me. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to do a physical transaction. Um, uh, some of you have been. Good morning. Some of you have been I'm, believing I'm, God. Oh, hello. I'm, I'm sorry. I got cut off. Did you open up to the men yet? Say it again. Oh, hey. Yes, we did open it up for the men to say good morning. Good morning, Big Good morning, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your sound. All right. So, so um, again, this is going to be a physical transaction. Some of you have been trying to, you've been working, battling, trying to, looking, trying to get your peace. Um, dealing with different situations that threaten your peace, that terrorize your peace, that that um, that have robbed you, yes, robbed you of your peace. But this morning, this act of uh, this demonstration of faith, I believe, is going to help several of you on the call. So, this is a physical transaction. It's something that we're going to do in the natural that is going to impact the spiritual. And again, it is a it is a demonstration of your faith. So, what I want you to do, so I want to I want you to write down the thing or the things that threaten your peace or terrorize you. And you don't, don't, just the first thing that pops to your mind. And later on, you can, you can use this exercise anytime you want to, but for the sake of the call and for the sake of doing this as um, corporately, knowing that your sisters and brothers um, are supporting you, we're all doing this together, writing down what it is that threatens your peace. I want you to go ahead and write it down. If you're using the phone, it's fine. But I want you to write it. It's important that you write it down. Um, the things that you that you meditate on continuously, the, the thoughts that you wake up with or you go to bed with, the pictures that come to mind that rob you of your peace. Notice I said your peace. I could have said rob you of peace. However, that would be generalizing what Jesus gave to us willingly and freely. Remember, I said that early, earlier um, that um, we got to understand peace is free. Though Jesus paid for it with his life. That's how much he wanted you and I to have it. Okay, you're almost done writing. I'm just giving you a couple more seconds. So to live in constant fear and turmoil is not only unhealthy for you, but it's an insult to God the Father and to Jesus Christ because they provided peace for us. Listen to this scripture, John 14, 26 through 27. It says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. That's an admonition to you from Jesus. It's not your peace. It's his peace that he's giving you freely. All right, you got your stuff written down? Okay. Now what I want you to do is I want you to take that piece of paper and I want you to rip it up into itty-bitty pieces. Go ahead. I want you to rip it up. Now, if you typed your stuff out, I want you to delete it. Yes, erase it. And as you're tearing it up, oh, some of the tears are flowing. It's okay. Let them flow. Bible says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. 
casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. That's 1 Peter 5, 6 through 9 from the NIV version. Now, if you've torn that, that, those, those thoughts up, if you've deleted it, I'm going to invite you just for about 15 seconds. We're going to solidify it one more time. And we're going to take our phones off mute. But I need you all to pay attention when I tell you to stop, when you hear me saying stop, when you hear me saying amen. So as you're praising God, you're also listening. You can do both. Okay? We're going to celebrate God for what he's done for you. Why did you tell me, though, Tanya, to erase those thoughts? And why did you tell me to or to tear them up in itty-bitty pieces and throw them away? It's important that don't put it on the side of your table. Get up and throw it in the garbage. Because the Bible says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So it was a physical transaction in the natural so that we can, we traded the trading. This is a trading floor so that we can impact the spiritual. All right, hopefully you've thrown, you've de- deleted those words or you have thrown them away. And now we're going to take our phones off mute. I'm going to set my timer. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. We're going to go in hard. Wait, 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 wait. Don't do it yet. We're going to go in hard for 30 seconds. You ready on the count of three? One, two, three. Go for it. All you know. Get on
you are no longer bound by that anxiety. If you become bound by it again, it is because you make a voluntary um, decision to do so. You allow it to happen. It no longer has control over you. I, I, I want to say that I believe, I feel, I feel the lightness. I feel the liberty on the call this morning. I'm, I'm so excited about the newfound freedom that you have. All right, so we're going to open the call back up. If anybody has any comments, you want to talk about this experience that you just had, or you want to, you have comments about the heart share, now is your time to do it. But I, I bless God for what he's doing today, on today, 7.15 a.m. on May 26, 2022. Somebody drew the line in the sand. You ain't going to be the same no mo. <laughs> the call is open. Good morning, everyone. This is Humble Al. I don't know why, but I hear this song that says, Take back what the devil has stole from me. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice because he's a liar. He is a liar. I will rejoice because what the devil has taken from me, I took it back in that moment. All I right, took it brother. back. I took it back. That's right. We got to run to Come him, uh, y'all. <laughs> run to him. Don't run away from the Lord. Run to him. Run, run, run to him in Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Al. Run to him. The devil is a lie. That's a scripture. That ain't just no cliche. Anybody else? Comment, question on the heart share, or you want to um, speak to what you just experienced? Hello, this is Yolanda. Um, I just wanted to share that while you were talking, I, um, my, my anxiety and and my, well, used to be my anxiety was around food. That was a trigger for me. And as soon as you said, I have to be obedient, it was for me. And so I really thank you. Being obedient to the Holy Spirit. Sis, I love what you just said. You, 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 you don't own the anxiety anymore. I want you to remember this day. It's seven seventeen a.m. I want you to write this date down. It's 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 seven seventeen a.m. Seven represents <laughs> completion. Seven seventeen a.m. on May twenty sixth, two thousand twenty two. You no longer are bound by anxiety. Ooh, don't you love the Holy Ghost? He will listen. He he will he will instruct us all the time. Sam, anybody else? God bless you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, babe. Hey. So I got my God. I'm outside of the preschool. So fear over faith was what I was dealing with. So I have to flip it. And just recently, y'all know about my surgery, which probably seems to a lot of people, but it was big because once you have had surgery and you code it, it's PTSD. Let's just call it what it is. But I can remember laying on that operating room before they put me under, and I was so afraid, I was, that my body started shaking, but I can hear the Holy Spirit saying, I got you, I got you. Everything else kind of went away, and it wasn't the med bit that they gave me. It was me releasing and putting faith 
over fear because I knew that he did it before in 95. He'd do it again. But I had to surrender that fear of not waking up because if you've never been there, you don't understand. And so in my mind, I was like, Lord, I trust you. And I could really feel my, my, I felt myself leaving my body, if that makes any sense. So I just gave myself back to God on that operating table because you don't know if you're going to come out of it. But I'm grateful. And then your analogy with my swim lessons is still so, because I'm, I'm like you. I took swim lessons every year and was afraid. One, because I didn't want to get people nappy hair wet. But two, because like you said about your mom's fear. That was the thing for me. Because one of his three sons drowned at the Richmond Plunge. And so that's all I ever heard, even though we took lessons. My brother and sister can swim, but I never could. So that summer that I released it and I surrendered and I got over the fear and I relaxed. I, I jumped off that diving board and I swam. So I think wow, surrender, surrender, surrender. Wow, wow, that's huge. That's such an encouragement. Free indeed, free indeed, free indeed. Yes, Pray yes. Who is this, Brother Jeff? Brother Al. <laughs> oh, Brother Al, okay. Yeah, thank you, Dee, Dee for that share. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody else have a comment or um, want to share? Hey, Tana, Shell. Um, thank you for your declaration. Totally, totally, totally. Uh, it sealed my yesterday, I will say that. Thank you for putting a natural or physical um, exercise or activity to, to seal and shut off um, all the heaviness that I had yesterday, um, along with my sisters holding me up like Moses. Um, but to God be the glory. I, I totally understand what Didi um was saying I had some <clears throat> I hate the dentist. So yeah, if I said I hate the dentist. They said don't say hate, but I hate the dentist. And <laughs> I had to have some teeth pulled and they gave me laughing gas, but I wasn't laughing. You know, it wasn't funny to me. And when I released the fact that it wasn't the so called laughing gas that was gonna keep me relaxed, but it was my surrenderance and my submitting that part, that thing right there to the Holy Spirit, the supernatural superseded that so-called laughing gas. And I just began, before I knew it, he was done. And I didn't even really realize that it was as quick as it was because it seemed like a long time. And the assistant just looked at me. She said, it's okay. Why are you crying? I said, honey, it's not, I'm not scared and I'm not sad. I said, I'm crying because the Holy Spirit does just what you allow him to do is be who he is. So thank you for that reminder. And thank you for um, just being able to help us to, um, you know, put a physical to to seal the supernatural. So to God bless you. Love you, sis. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Yes, this is Oh, one, what, two, hold on one second. So we're going to let Mama Leomia go first, and then who was the other person? It was me, Kim. I'll, I'll wait. Okay. Okay, thank go you. Ahead, I won't be long. I I just want to thank you. First, thank God, because when I called it, I, would never, um, I went through this exercise with you this morning, and I started not to go. The devil was fighting me every step of the way on it. But I thank God that I didn't listen to him. And um, 
I w- before I done it, I was afraid to speak. I was so nervous, and I'm, 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 he's got me thinking I'm nervous now, and I can't hardly talk. But um, I couldn't say I I couldn't say anything if um, like on these calls that I get on with Gloria, the architecture and all that. I, I I get on there, but I sit and listen. I couldn't say anything, but she's going to have a hard time not shutting me up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just thank and praise God for you and for deliverance because I know that the devil is a defeated liar. And I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. And I can do it unafraid now. I don't have to worry and be afraid about what Satan's going to do or who's going to laugh or who's going to not laugh or whatever. I can do it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I want you to know that when you when you speak, there's there's power in your words, Mama. We 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 respect you. We love you. We know how far you've come. Um, and as of today, today is 7:24 a.m. on May 26, 2022. The word tells us that um, uh, there is power in our words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Or death and life are in the power of the tongue. I, I may have. Um, said it backwards but you know what I'm getting at there's power yes. in your words <clears throat> and so as of today at 7:24 a.m on May 26th if you still have your pen and your pencil I want you to write that date down because today is your new birthday of, of feeling <clears throat> empowered when you speak <clears throat> if you don't have no pen Diddy can text it to Gloria so she can remind you of the date today 725 a.m. May 26, 2022. You no longer have the fear. You cast down the imagination according to the scripture and you make it bow down and you make it obey you. You have lots of wisdom that you can share with us younger women. Don't you let the enemy, mama, you hear me? Mama Leomia, don't you let the enemy rob us of what you got. You got some jewels for us. One day, you're going to do a declaration on this call with the help of Gloria. You're going to give us some of them jewels. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right? All right. Love you. I love you, too. Thank you so much. Decorations. Good morning. I just want to uh, thank you. I want to mimic uh, what the young lady just said um, before Mama spoke. She was saying that yesterday she was bound. Yesterday I was bound. This was exactly what was intended, what what I needed, and um, I I overslept. <laughs> I overslept. I almost didn't make it on the call. I got off the call just uh, just in time to hear your share, and I am so grateful. Thank you so much. I could feel, as I was just doing the, the, the exercise with you, I could feel the weight lifting, and there is, there is power in in our declarations and in our words, but there is also so much power in actually going through the exercise. I'm so grateful for you, Miss Tammy. You are phenomenal. Appreciate you this morning. God bless you. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. Anybody else want to share? Hi, it's Elf. Hey, Elsie. 
Hey. Um, all I gotta say is I hear some chains falling. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Hey, Pam. I, I, I heard two people. Well, who was the other person that said go here? I think I was that Aisha. No, yeah. Gloria. Aisha and who else? Gloria. Oh, Gloria. Okay, go, go ahead. Aisha. Go ahead, Aisha. You know, it's 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 hard sometimes to surrender, and um, no matter how old you are, sometimes the ways that we have stick with us, and you know, it's easy for outside influences to tell you you have to handle things by yourself and, you know, you let your pride get in the way. And, you know, I just want to say thank you, God, for allowing me to surrender and say, I can't do this. I can't do it by myself. And then to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to me in a way that I it, it just completely blew my mind. I'm just so full and so thankful. And I, I just, I, I have no words for everything that I've experienced in the last 24 hours. It's just been, I'm just so thankful. And, you know, it, Oh, God is so good. He's so good. And I wish that people could experience him on the level in which I've been able to experience him. But I just want to say thank you to um, everyone. And um, I'm just full. Yeah, I get it. I get it, Aisha. Uh, before you come, Gloria, um, you know what's amazing to me, Aisha, is that, you know, we, I, well, me, let me talk about me. Sometimes, you know, so when I pray and I ask God to do things for me or believe in God for whatever, I'm looking for this big, grandiose, you know, lights and bells and whistles thing to happen, right? I can't think of a better way to to describe it. But but it, it generally does not, it never happens. He never blesses me the way that, or delivers me the way that I think that he will. He doesn't. So I'm, I've learned not to get focused on that. <clears throat> but when you experience things like what I experienced yesterday, it was something so simple. And the timeline in which it happened, it was so quick. You would, you would, sometimes we miss what God is doing because we're looking for it in one way or because it, it happened so quickly. We're not prepared. And when I tell you that thing that I experienced yesterday blew me away, you, there's no way you could have paid me to know and understand. Like, I, I know for some of y'all, you're still trying to figure out what it is that I'm talking about. Even if I gave you the whole rundown, all of the details, it still wouldn't make sense to you because you literally had to be there to experience what I, me and my sisters experienced. Blew us away. We kept saying, flat tire. Can you believe that a flat tire 
opens the door for us. Can you believe that? I mean, it was crazy. Anyway, thank you for sharing, Aisha. God bless you. We love you. Go ahead, Gloria. Glow. Hey, hey, hi, Tan. So thank you for just making um, for the for the declaration as well as the exercise. And I don't know how many folks may that underlying. I'm gonna call it that quiet thing that you don't give uh, or I didn't pay attention to that it was what was terrorizing me. Um, mm. The 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 thought about the kid, my my adult children, and when you hear a sour, well, God, is that one of mine that's in trouble somewhere? Mm. But I thank God for being able to put that thing to rest. I know that my children are in God's hands. I know that I've raised them in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And so, God, I thank you for delivering me today of worrying about them because they're more, they are yours. They are his. So I, I thank him for that and being able to remind myself again that every time those thoughts come up, snatch them down. Snatch them down because he is a defeated liar. The devil is a defeated liar, and I recognize how he works. So thank you so much. I love you. I'm going back on mute. I love you more. Thank you. And um, I appreciate your words and sharing that because, you know, as human beings, um, let me just talk about this human being right here. You know, we we just want to make sure that we're on point, right? When I give you something, I want to make sure that this is um, something that, that, um, that the Lord directed and your, your testimonies, are um, reiterating that this is definitely something that that God wanted to have happening today. Now, for those of you who are not in a position to do it, or if other things come up um, that you find yourself struggling with, you have an exercise, you have a tool now. You don't have to wonder what to do. You literally have a tool, and that tool can be used on any situation that you are facing. When we understand and we yield, we surrender to the fact that we are not in control of anybody else other than ourselves, ah, shoot, that's half the battle. Recognizing that, it takes the pressure off of you. Something as simple as and seemingly insignificant as deleting something or throwing it away, now, you can go back. Let me tell you how. <laughs> you can go back. Now, there is a way. If you delete something on a computer, it's not really deleted. You could go back. You can go to your recycle bin, and you can you can undelete that particular thing. If you tore up a piece of paper, depending on how many pieces that you tore it up in, or, you know, if you just that anal, um, you could take those pieces, and you could put that particular thing back together again. It'll take you. It'll take you a minute, but you, it's possible to do it. So you can you can have that problem back if you'd like it. Anytime you'd like it. Can I tell you how retarded? If I ever see you doing that, I'm gonna call you off. Girl, you just absolutely you just absolutely slow, huh? You sat there and you reassembled the anxiety. You sat there and you reassembled the fear because you know that's what you do. a whole image of somebody sitting at a table with tape and glue 
reassembling what they threw away. Can you imagine yourself? Garbage day is Wednesday morning here um, at my parents' house. Can you imagine me writing these things down, throwing them away, waking up at 8 o'clock, the garbage has already been emptied. I'm able to identify the garbage truck that picked up my garbage, and I go to Recology, to the landfill around the corner. It's not that far from here. And I search through the garbage to find my yellow piece of lined paper that I wrote out all my stuff that I wanted to get rid of. Would you think I was slow? Somebody, somebody, somebody answer me. It's okay if you take your phone off mute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you got you got it, huh, Moxie? Oh my God! You, you got it, you got it. Yeah, yeah. You got it, Moxie? You I clear? got it. But can I just say something real quick? You got to stop talking no, about me, please. No, you can't never say nothing on this call because you ain't Moxie. <laughs> God, <laughs> hold on no before you say anything. Hold on. Okay, hold, I hold on will. Okay, something. okay. I want you to understand. I, okay, somebody said I'm not supposed to say retarded anymore. Honey, in this case, you was absolutely retarded times 176. You ain't partially disabled. You was, you was whole, in my Dion, Didi Sharice, you was whole, entire, retarded. Running down the street, running to the, running to the dump to search for the thing that you throwed away. You didn't throw it, throw it away. You throwed it away. And you go into the garbage dump to go look for it. That's what you do. That's what I do every single time I give something to God and I take it back. All right. Now you can speak, Moxie. God. Man, Jaya, that, wow, declaration was awesome. But, but the main thing right now, what you said right now, how you said the visual, how you like to take us around the corner, around the block to get across the street. Thank you for doing that. I need that, okay? And the fact of... Just visualize it for myself. Like, perfect example, the driving. I had um, a big fear of driving, right? And um, maybe about six months ago, I went through a whole deliverance thing with, 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 with Dr. Field on the deliverance um, group. I recall everything the, as I was driving, the anxiety wasn't there or whatnot. Uh, and then I say about like a month, about, a, about two months later, I knew I had to go somewhere far. And then I realized I, I, I was doing it again. You know, uh, I was taking it back. Like, because even as I was driving, I was like, oh, my God. I didn't have no anxiety. I was praising God and everything. But at the same time, by, I was realizing that, that, that I was taking it back because of subconsciously before, like you said, it was like I was looking for it. Like, I went back to the garbage can to look for it, you know, without realizing I was doing that. Because when you live in that, that anxiety for so long and you get comfortable with just um, not being able to go far or standing one lane on the freeway or, you know, saying things that I do just to get me to one destination to the next, you know. So it just was like, wow. I just keep, oh, sorry, my grandbaby is coming up crying. But um, just to keep. You have to take it back. I don't know, you guys. I really can't talk with her right here crying, but you know what I mean, right? Like, I didn't realize that I was taking it back. You know, I didn't realize I was subconsciously, like, trying to get it get it back because I was so used to doing that. 
But now, on today, you know, just manually, just last night, we was on the altar circle, just smelling the altar of fear, and just smelling the fear, and just smelling the depression, and, 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 and those things. And it was literally, I was just, literally, he was revealing to me, you know, the things that he was just manually for us with the fear. So I'm just so grateful for right now that where he's at, where I'm at right now, where I can see what I was doing. And I can stop myself. Stop, Mona, stop. That's insane. You was literally going back in the garbage can without even realizing. My daughter, um, she's, I didn't realize I was passing it on to her, you guys. I'm sorry I'm rubbling. She just like last week said, I, I never get on the freeway. Mama, I think I done got your, your thing of driving. I'm looking like, God, I didn't even mean to pass that down to her. And she ain't even, you know, without realizing it, but I keep speaking of that fear. But God is so good. He's dismantling all things in my life. Thank you so Thanks, much for God. your declaration. Thank you so much. I knew, I, I knew you got it. But I, I heard Joe. Yeah, I, I heard it. I, I don't know who else got it. Somebody <laughs> else got it. Too. Let me, let me put a couple of y'all, y'all still don't got it. Let me give it to you. All right. Because I, w- I want, listen, I want you to be free. What's the point of these heart shares if we, you know, week after week, day after day? What's the point of it if you, now you can, listen, what you eat don't make me fat. You can stay stuck if you want to. I'm saying you can be free. I'm saying you can be free without having to have, Stella Rose ain't going to make you free. <laughs> it ain't. Tennessee ain't going to free you. You get a whole nother demon. Casamigos ain't gonna free you. <laughs> you better stop. You better stop. You better stop. Okay. Right. Right. You better stop. 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 You better Retarded. I was. I just. I look like. Whoa. <laughs> Great declaration. I heard the whole declaration though. Great declaration, okay. and I appreciate you. I gotta go back and get that in between that I I didn't get. But thank you. I appreciate you. you. Listen, thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um. But listen, that stuff. It ain't. It ain't gonna free you. It's not. You gonna you gonna have another demon to fight. We want you to be free. That's the whole purpose of declare victory. Hello, declare victory. That's the whole purpose. So here's another visual for you for some of the people that maybe you didn't get get it when I said you go to the, um, you know, you'd be like, girl, ain't nobody going to be going down, running down the street after no, because, you know, that's, they wouldn't even let me on the facility. But how about this? I'm going to be really graphic because I want you to get it. Sin is not pretty. Sin is nasty. Certain and sins have a certain scent. It's a, they have an odor, a foul odor. It would take Dion to describe them to you. I don't have the gift of that, but and thank God. But listen, they have, so let's just say you got sick, you threw up, you caught it in a garbage can. Um, but before you threw up, you stowed away your anxieties, your fears. You you balled them up. You didn't even tear them up into itty bitty pieces. Yep, it's absolutely graphic. I need you to understand how ridiculous it is, Tanya, for you to go back and get fear. How how ridiculous it is, Tanya, for you to go back and start not believing God for what he said he would do for you. I want you to understand that, Tanya. I'm saying this to me first. 
You fold your paper away in a little garbage can. You get sick, you throw up in the garbage can. Who is really going to stick their hands and throw up to go get something out the to go get a piece of paper out the trash can? It's nasty and it's slimy and it stinks and your hand stinks. You have to wash your hands for about 15 minutes and put some Clorox on top of it and then wash again. That's a picture that I want you to get of every time you go back and get stuff that you've given to God. Give it to him and leave it there. The way that you leave it there is through the scriptures that I gave you tools. If you didn't write them down, it's okay. You, we have, listen, technology has made it possible so that you can hear me all over again. You can hear me talk anytime you want to and you never have to call me <laughs> or any of these other heart shares that you heard. If you missed a piece, if you missed the scripture, you don't got to call me. Just press play for free. And you didn't have to go get no Casamigos or no Blunt or no none of that other stuff. Anybody else have a comment? I have one. Yeah. Go ahead, <laughs> Okay. Um, so I just wanted to say that this was, like, so good. Um, oh, is this, I remember oh, is this, this is your oh, niece. Oh, is this, please? Is this, is <laughs> this the, is the visual artist? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just wanted to say, like, this was super good, uh, really because. You muffled, like, right? Was, you you, a little, oh, you sound you, a little muffled. sound better now? Can you hear me now? Go ahead and is talk. It better now? A okay. little bit. Tell me. Okay. Maybe I need to just put it on my regular video. Yeah, you might. Yeah. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to say that um, this just reminded me of how, um, you know, like everybody faces fear um, and we all face it differently. But in many situations, we respond to it the same way. Um, you respond to fear with fear, which is like so dumb. Um, and so instead of responding to fear with peace or responding to fear with um, the sense of overcoming or I, I desire to want better, we say things like, well, I can't, I can't not, I can't move away from fear because I'm afraid to move away from fear, which is like crazy. Um, and so um, I know somebody mentioned earlier something about being in a car um, and it reminded me of a situation where, like, about 10 years ago, I had a really bad accident. Um, and I was literally pulling in my driveway in this car that this dumb girl had her music blasting, and she was speeding down a, a regular residential street. And I had my blinker on, and I was turning in my driveway, but she wasn't looking. She was driving way too close to me, um, and she never saw me. I thought she saw me tap on my brakes. Quiet. Um, but she never did. And so she smashed in a, the side of my car. Well, my car was like basically totaled in my driveway. And so for like for months, months, um, the fear, I didn't know what PTSD was until that experience. And so I said that to say that the fear that I had and the anxiety that I, that I experienced, I didn't realize it was fear and anxiety. Um, all I realized was that I, every time I pulled in my driveway, I didn't want to pull in my driveway. But what made it different was is that was my driveway. I can't not go that way. I have to get in my house. So at some point I had to make a decision, okay, am I going to, like, live like this and literally keep this thing, like, allow this thing to bottle me down and be scared every time I pull in my driveway? 
Or am I going to pull in my driveway and say, that's, that's enough? You know, because you pulled in your driveway before, and then you allowed this one situation to destroy, like, your thought process about how to get home, like, a place of comfort. So fear, like, disrupts our comfortability in a way that we take comfort in the fear instead of the comfortability of home. Um, so that was the, the thing that I wanted to bring up um, that really just, like, all of this really just put into perspective for me. Raven, that was um, that was a great analogy, and I didn't realize that you had that anxiety. I mean, I remember the carving totem stuff. I didn't I didn't realize that you had anxiety, but it makes sense. I just had a, 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 a not just had, but I had um, a couple of years ago a fender bender with mom in the car. I don't know if you remember, but um, <clears throat> the lady rear-ended me, <clears throat> um, and I remember that um, you know it's it's recall. We we store those things in our memory. Um, and I don't want so two things. I don't want you to anybody to believe that I am um, what's the word I'm looking for. I am not sensitive to your challenges, to the trauma you've experienced, to the fear that you've been dealing with. I'm not being insensitive at all. What I'm really trying to get you to understand is that you no longer you don't have to be captive to that understanding that the situation happened if you could have stopped it you would have um, but it happened you can't change the past you can't change that it happened that's acceptance and that becomes the beginning of starting to move forward i ain't no counselor or nothing i'm just talking about my own life i don't have the fancy i'm sure there are, there are terms clinical terms for what i'm talking about i don't know them because i'm, I'm just telling you tanya's life experiences but acceptance is a really really key part so i'm trying I'm not trying to minimize your pain i absolutely i would never do that so um and i, I you sh i shouldn't you should know my heart if you don't know my heart you will begin to know it as you continue to call back but that's not it it is to help you to understand that you serve a god that is greater than your circumstance and that he already made provision for us you, you Understand that when Jesus died on the cross, he finished the work. When he, he died and he resurrected, he didn't stay there, right? We understand that. But, like, he did all of it. He took care of all of it. He, took, he forgave our sins. He healed us of all sicknesses and diseases. Um, he'd already established peace. I told you he gave us peace already. We have his love. And then he, then he made sure we had the Holy Spirit who will help us to remember the things that we need to remember in the time that we need to remember, who also comforts us, who's also the spirit of truth, who also fills us so that we have a language, a kingdom language that we can speak back to him that nobody else needs to know and understand, whether we're in a public setting or whether we're in our homes. That is the word of God. When we speak the word back to him, when we begin to speak in our, Paul talked about, um, I don't know where the scripture is. Um, Shell will probably find it and text it to me. But it's this scripture that talks about Paul where he's encouraging us to, to pray in the spirit. He's talking about praying in the spirit of God, the spirit in, in your heavenly language. He said he does it more often than anybody else does. And he encouraged us to do that. Why? Because it takes our prayer to a whole nother level. You're able to communicate to God things that you can't say in English because you don't have the words to Sam in English. You ever been in a situation before where you don't have the words? I just can't explain it. I don't, I don't have the words to explain what I feel right now. It's in those times in prayer where we can begin to explain and relay those things to God in our heavenly language. 
And I got to tell you this, if you're listening to anybody who has never had an experience that has never spoken in tongues before, they've never had the, the Holy Spirit cannot be explained. We can talk to you about, um, I mean, speaking in tongues. That, that, that cannot be taught, and it can't really be explained. We can give you some basic understanding about it, but from a logical standpoint, it will probably never make sense. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to be experienced, not explained, not to that degree. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So getting back to, I don't want y'all to feel that, um, you know, so if you, uh, let me finish that point. If you've not had that experience, how are you going to tell me how I'm supposed to have it and what it's supposed to do for me? And I have had it. That's that's one thing. The other thing is that, um, um, you guys, God, he, he gave everything that we needed everything that we need in order to live godly lives, everything. And that's a scripture too. He's given us all things to live. Okay, here goes Michelle. What's the verse? The verse is Romans eight twenty six. In the same way, the spirit also helps our weaknesses. For we do not know how to pray as we should, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Sometimes when we pray, it was another one, Shell, wasn't that one? It's okay. Um, we, we do that too. Sometimes we don't have the words and we just, you ever done? Oh, Lord, Jesus. Oh, you're groaning in the spirit. That's appropriate too because we don't have the words. At any rate, is there anybody else that has a comment or a question or wants to provide, that wants need yeah. clarity? Okay. Yes, good morning. I heard two people. So this first person that's speaking and then one other person who said Tan. Who who is that? Uh this is Georgia. Georgia and right. then who else? Christina. Christina and okay, so go in that order. Georgia, Christina, and then the other person that just um I didn't hear your name, but you would go third. Go ahead, Georgia. Okay, good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um my voice is still a little Groggy, I woke up and I still have a little bit, I'm getting over COVID. But um, I did have COVID over the past almost two weeks. And I finally tested negative the day before yesterday. Um, But I really honestly, truly believe that I caught COVID to save my life. Um, I caught COVID and I was just on autopilot. I was eating really, really bad. Um, eating a lot of junk food, fast food, comfort food, um, and <clears throat> God gave me COVID. My husband works in the hospital, and so he made me stay in our bedroom. <laughs> um, it was very hard for me to stay in that bedroom for 10 days and not come out and not do what I want to do and go where I want to go. Um, but I was really sick those first three or four days. I had every symptom of COVID, vomit, diarrhea, headache, weakness. I couldn't do anything. And so, I mean, I learned pretty quickly. Holy Spirit said, you you need to just sit down somewhere and surrender to this. And that's exactly what I did. And in that surrender, um, I I allowed the Holy Spirit to show me things in my marriage. I know this is not the marriage 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 matters call, but he allowed he showed me so many things in my marriage where I was just overbearing in 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 areas that were unnecessary. And he showed me who who he gave me as a husband 
because he took the best care of me. He cooked for me. He was my personal DoorDash driver, <laughs> um, brought me water, brought me food, brought me everything I wanted. And um, just allowing myself to give up that level of control and allowing my husband to be my husband. Not that I didn't before, but I, I definitely have a new appreciation for it now. But just God humbling me in that way and, and having me surrender uh, to not be able to do anything and just see what atmosphere and what marriage that he's put me in really, truly, truly, truly blessed me in a way that I would have not seen had I not been physically sat down. Um, also, um, I've been wanting to get better at discipline, and it took a lot of discipline for me being held up in that room not to order my own DoorDash. I mean, to me, it felt like something very small. Okay, well, I got COVID, but ain't nothing wrong with me running downstairs and going to open the door if I open DoorDash and run back up here. <clears throat> but the Holy Spirit was like, no, honor your husband. He wants to take care of you. If he wants to be your DoorDash driver, let him go to the door and go get it. It, it was those small those small uh, acts that just truly, truly humbled me. But it just, it, it, in the spirit of it being freeing, it freed me from a lot of unnecessary worry that I that I have going on. Like, yeah, it's like, no, yeah. you know, your, your God gave you a husband Amen. who can take care of you. You don't have to uh, always think you have to take care of everything. He was able to take right. care of everything while you were sick. And so I just wanted to share that. Uh, I believe that. Georgia, like I said, thank you for that. Thank you for mm -hmm. that share. You did something for some people on this call, I believe. It's, it's, called, it's also called submission. You know, uh, you have the help. Oh. So, many, so many women, so many people um, talk about what they want, and then when they get it, they don't really realize what they have. And so thank God for the epiphany that you have, that you had, you know, while mm -hmm. while being while being down, and that the that your husband had the capacity and wanted to do it. God bless your heart, and thank you. I'm glad that you're getting better too. Glad you're getting thank better. You. And you're welcome. Who was the? I forgot who was the next person that I we had an order. I forgot. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's oh, Christina Joy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So just thank you again for your share. It's so amazing um, how you illustrated that surrender piece, even from the beginning, and an intentional surrender to uh, you surrender something, but then you dig in and try to get it back. So in the process of tearing up the stuff, um, I'm glad you said throw it away because it was just sitting here. And um, I once I threw it away, I felt that release. You know what? I don't have to worry about this. I exchanged, like you said, you traded. I exchanged those things that um, still bothered me. Um, Things I had still held held on to to God's perfect peace. So that was yeah. necessary uh, for this next season where He's taking us because He wants us to go higher with Him. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm ready to go. Thank you for your comment. And there was one more person, and then we're gonna wrap it up. This is Imani. Good morning. Oh, hey, Imani. Hey. I wanted to say that uh, fear, the way I look at it is fear and anxiety is basically a choice. And I've been down that lane so many times, and I just have to ask God to remove it from me. I remember going to go get my MRI. I waited three months for that MRI, you guys. And when I went in for my appointment, I think it was like an hour and a half. 
I was doing real good. I was, you know, just praying under my mind, you know, praying under my breath. I was fine. And they said, anytime you feel like you can't make it, just pu- push the panic button. I was good. Through, through the whole time, I was just praying and praising God. And I kept saying, Jehovah, Jehovah. I was saying all these things, right? But then I had to push that panic button. And I allowed the enemy to punk me. And I had to come out. And I had about 10 minutes left, you guys. So she pulled me out. And she was like, well, if you can't do it, you got to get another appointment, wait another three months, and go through this whole process again. So when I, I was like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then I changed my language. So she pulled me back into that little chamber. And once I went back in, I started saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And a calmness came over me. And I was able to make it through because I had to make that choice to not allow the enemy to punk me. So, and the other part of that is, anytime we go through anxiety and fear, that is not of the light, that is not of Christ. Anytime we, um, the light, and we're in comfort, that is Christ. So I have to remind myself of those things, even driving, even doing all the other stuff. Anxiety, after I had Kwame, I couldn't leave the house. All these things I had to talk myself to, because I have to say that fear and anxiety is a liar. So thank you for your declaration, Tanya. Thank you, Imani, for um, your share and um, the illustration that you gave us. So as we wrap up, is there anybody that has something pressing? Not we need to wrap up? Okay, I'm going to assume that not. So as we wrap up today, oh, go go ahead. You know I was sitting here trying not to say nothing. I was, I was, but then I heard Aisha, and then I heard this last lady talking about having COVID, because I've just gotten over COVID myself. And uh, first of all, thank you for your share. You know, I always enjoy your stories, no matter what they are. I just, I just love listening to you, because you just, uh, you have an excitement that um, God has really blessed and anointed you. But I just wanted, I, I couldn't just sit here. I had to say something, um, hopefully to encourage someone else. Um, we have to surrender. We have to. We have to allow God to do the things that he can do for us. Um, I'm like the lady. I didn't have to stay in my room, but I had to stay in my house. So that's just as bad. And we're not used to being stuck in the house. This is why so many people are going crazy. But because we have the Lord as a part of our life, we were able to stay in the house and not go crazy. But we got to surrender. We got to surrender to the Lord. We have to allow the the Lord can do so many things for us. But we have to allow. He ain't going to beat you over the head and do it. We have to allow him to really have control of our lives. You know, we ladies are used to being in control of everything. But we can't be in control of everything. Tim, just thank you so much. I, I enjoy you this morning. And it was good to hear your sound, Miss Aisha. Thank have you, Miss B. <laughs> you too down there in Texas. Tell Wayne we said hello. Surrender <laughs> um, least deliverance. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, so I, we could do this all day, but I can't. I got to. I got stuff that I got to do, and I really enjoyed um, 
just the ministering to myself as as well as to you guys. And and I pray that you will utilize the tools that were given to you this morning. Uh, and I pray that you will uh, ponder over um, some of the 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 um, words that were shared, the analogies that were given to really help us to to understand that we really are more than conquerors, guys. We really, really are. Um, God has given given us everything that we need um, to live godly lives, um, uh, and and it's just a blessing once we once we acknowledge that. So I wanna I wanna leave you with um, I just wanna leave you with we're gonna pray um, before we end the call um, that the Holy Spirit would just feel um, what was given to us today that this won't be a fleeting word. But this will stick to your ribs, you know. It'll it'll, it'll stick to your heart, so that you can um, you can call on it, you can recall it when it's when it's necessary and when it's time. So, Father, we thank you for every single person that is currently under the sound of my voice, as well as those that will listen to this playback. Lord Jesus, just thank you that the word came directly from you because you know my situation and some of the challenges that I had, but I just thank you that you're so faithful and that you gave me a mind to surrender to the process and to be obedient to you, which has blessed all of these people to understand that they too can surrender to the process and be obedient and walk in victory. They can declare victory any time. We can declare victory any single time that we want. Thank you, God, for watching over us today as we are out in the marketplace or we are preparing to go out in the marketplace and to do the things that we need to do for today, those things that you've already uh, assigned us to do. Thank you, God, that we seek your face for purpose. Thank you, God, that we um, intentionally smile at someone or we say good morning to someone else or we um, show some, demonstrate some action of kindness. So much going on in the world, so much killing, so much violence. Father, we thank you for um, our peace bubble that you have um, uh, assigned to each one of us as well as the host of angels that know us by name. Thank you, God, for loving us. In Jesus' name that we pray and we give you thanks. Amen. Have a great day today, everybody. Bye. Love you guys. Have a great day. Love you all. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed, blessed day, everybody. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless you.